I'm Aaron Meyer with co-host Robert Wire. This is the 199 Podcast. On today's episode, Robert and I circle back around to talk to former Indiana basketball player and current player development coach and owner of Attack Basketball Academy, Charlie Miller. He has such a deep and insightful way of breaking down the game behind the game. For me, if you go off the formal name of my company, POA, it stands for Plan, Organize, and Attack. And that's what I'm looking at. So what am I teaching more? I mean, it's only so many things we do with the ball, guys. It's more off the court. Mm. How can we prep? How can we prepare? Like going off of an old Coach Knight saying, everybody wants to, everybody can win. Everybody wants to win. Very few people prepare to win. We also get Charlie's take on name image likeness, the new law that is quickly reshaping the amateur ranks. He has some interesting stories around name image likeness, and we finish by having Charlie draft his top five NIL players in IU history. Trying to get like, like, not the not the like the names that we would think of. I like you're giving deep cuts. I would go, yeah. I would go last but not least, the mask, Harris Yuzinovich. Yes. <laughs> Those masks are so like crazy, bro. Oh my gosh. We like, even got a pro- you even got a product mask? ready for him too. Do you know the story about the mask? Do you know about the, do no. you know the story? Are you ready for it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. All right, so here it is. It's time to start the show. Welcome to the 199 podcast, Charlie Miller. It's one of my favorite times of year, and I wanted to check in. My first question is just about what this time of year uh, brings to your mind, Charlie. Just uh, just thinking about October. It's right before the you know NBA started their training camps, but it's right before high school, college get kicked off. What it, what does it bring to mind for you this time uh, as a former player? And then uh, just thinking about your the guys that you've been developing over the summer. What is uh, what's the mindset you try to bring for them? Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks for the question, Aaron. Uh, Robert, hope you're doing well too, man. That's it. But uh, for me, uh, you know, you're about a month away from the season, pretty much all around the country. Um, you know, football is kind of coming to a tail end, high school, <laughs> um, you know, so which with respect, I don't care about. <laughs> Whatever. That's all, you, you better watch out. You're in Texas. Yeah. You, better, you better watch out. <laughs> you know what? Um, right. Um, I don't, I don't play. Right? Yeah, so anyway, I hear you. But, but no, but no, but just so, so, you know, you got, for example, you got some girls I train, uh, they're going to start up in probably about three weeks around the 20th mm-hmm. of October. Um, I saw, I was, I saw the intro to who's your hysteria. We're talking about that. Yes. Uh, saw the intro, watched the intro on Facebook. Somebody was gracious enough to record it. Um, so yeah, so you, you're about a month away. You got the young kids to uh, middle school tryouts. If you guys can take yourselves back to yep. that, where, you know, you got to make the left hand layup and, you know, uh, you know, full court layup. And so, I, so real talk, I'm, I'm, I'm stomaching through some of those workouts. <laughs> All right. You should have came to me about eight months ago, yeah, but I get it. It's getting uh, real. The magic field. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. That's good stuff. That is. Yeah. I, I, I think that for me, uh, 
what made this time of year so special is that I put in the work. And so yeah. so excited to just get out there yeah. with the other guys and be able to like yeah. see the difference w- out there yeah. in, in competitive atmospheres. Cause yeah. it, it was just different yeah. when you get back with your team and around yeah. your teammates. Yeah. So and another, another thing I'm going to share, like, and you asked me a question, I'm going to just be vulnerable. Like it was like, I, it was never a question for me. Am I going to make my high school team? Right. So the thought process is you, I, I may have just came off of playing you know, around the country, AAU, invitational camps or whatever. So here it is. You're you're like a month away. I'm in cross country, believe it or not, in high school. <laughs> I'm in cross country. We're running probably like the first quarter of it, only just because my our high school coach was the, the basketball coach was the cross country coach. He just wants to do this for condition. Oh, yeah. So he didn't care if we ran or not. He we we all ran crazily fast the first leg. I was like, I walk. Yeah. So you, because you're focusing on seriously, because you're focusing on like the season, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, but if you fast forward now, you take the player hat off, Charlie, from a from a coach standpoint. Now for me, it's like a little different. I look at it in quadrants, right? Okay. You know, I look at it as as four seasons as we have, but like you're coming up into what I would call, uh, you went out of really the summer, which is like what I call a deficiency season. You got to mm. work on things. You got to get better at. A lot of times, coaches. At the high school level, middle school level, not really communicating with players, got to get better at. So it's like a guess. Mm. So for me, it's like, hey, you got to actually coach it. So I don't want to just work in vain on stuff that I need you to get better at. You got to get better at what you want. Minutes, your minutes are predicated on you showing up different, right? Yeah. So mm. for me, that deficiency season to that prep season, this is the yeah. prep season for me. So we're not introducing new concepts. It's like what we worked on in the spring summer. This is it. I got to get used to it. You got to get used to now, play, you know, player movement, ball movement, ball reversals, hard cuts, three, three dribbles to the basket. You know, the AAU mentality, what I call all about you, mm. doesn't exist now. It's about <laughs> yeah. the team, right? And, you yeah. know, the coach don't care what you did on your little AAU team. <laughs> yeah. They don't care about that. <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't care about what they worked with you. They just want to see what, what you what you. Well, well it, exactly. And you said uh, you said something that's vital. And, it's, and literally, it's like a fight because – I want to gain a relationship with coaches because I'm a compliment. Yeah. You know, a lot again, okay, I've been doing this 11 years, fellas, and I can honestly say that this niche business of mine, I think I've thrived in a sense of being able to survive because I'm looking to be a conduit between player development and what the coaches are asking. Mm. I'm not just trying to do it for, okay, you know, Coach Roberts says you got to work on ABC. I'm like, no, nah, he don't know what he's talking about. No, <laughs> we need to focus on what Coach Roberts. How how can you get better at that? Because that's what's gonna matter the most. Working, you know, working out with me is cool, but I don't have a relationship with Coach Roberts. Right. And, and that's the and that's the challenging thing about it. It's tough too to have relationships because relationships with coaches as a player development coach, especially if you have a team or two, you have to be careful because now some parents may say, well. This player is only playing because they're playing for the mm-hmm. coach they have a relationship with. So, and I totally get they, they call it here UIL. I think it's like University uh, Interscholastic League. That's the that's the the league that governs sports. So, Got it. you know, there's a thin line there um, as far as support and help, at least on my side. But I try to do my best at getting to know the coaches and understand the coaches' talking mentality. A lot of times, players just don't communicate. Why are you not playing? I don't know. They don't like. It. Well, it's a little more than that. Yeah, 
yeah. something you're doing in practice or something you're not doing in practice right is a direct result of the minutes that you're, you're playing or not playing right yeah so do do the, some of your players come in with the mindset of what they need to do or do you find that it really is from the coaches because there's that crossover point where i think that as a player you realize what you need to do but not not everybody does and especially working with younger people that uh, that's a different di- a little bit of a different dynamic it is and you're right right and that's just kind of like for me if you go off the formal name of my company poa it says for plan organize and attack mm-hmm. and that's what i'm looking at so, so what am i teaching more i mean it's only so many things we do with the ball guys it's more off the court mm. How can we prep? How can we prepare? Like going off of an old Coach Knight saying, everybody wants to, everybody can win. Everybody wants to win. Very few people prepare to win. And preparation to me is first and foremost, before we go to that court, like I sometimes do this, like not trying to say, you know, I'm trying to be better than other people. Like I sometimes do Zoom calls before we even hit the court with mm-hmm. parents, with players, because I, I mean, we, like any, we can train, anybody can train you. Like what do you want out of this? Let's figure this out. And, and and then from here, let's create a game plan of action, right? A GPS, a game, a game plan for success. Because, you know, if you just want workouts here, there, then, I mean, you can go to, you can go to a small group for that. Like, yeah. go get what you need to go get for that interim fix versus trying to grow a relationship. Yeah, I love that. And, and then understanding more and more, what is your coach saying? What is he not saying? What is she not saying? Do you all do evaluation? Do you give this coach this evaluation. Let them fill it out. Give it to your peers. What do they think about you? So I'm just trying to give them a different light and a different aspect. Let's let's switch gears a little bit. And uh, you mentioned before we got on uh, that you'd seen some of the the uh, Hoosier hysteria stuff. Yeah. So so uh, what uh, what'd you get? What'd you get? And what uh, give us a, well, give us your take on what it? What I saw was the introduction. Um, man, those those. Candy striped shorts were like, oh yeah, lit. I, <laughs> I want to find a way to get better. That was, that they got to get you fair, right? Man, that was nice. Yeah, like, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, it was cool. You know, it was good because it's different. Like you know, it almost like blasphemous because I'm like, y'all got music going and music <laughs> and dancing and yeah, what the hell is this? <laughs> the girls coming out. I'm like, yeah, you know, and I'm I'm kind of having fun with it, going to my intrinsic self. I'm like, okay, that tells me a lot about that person. Yeah, that that music selection. Right. So, yeah. Exactly. Hey, Mike Wilson came out to Big Papa. I know. I heard that. I was like, wow, he's going big. Yeah. He, he messed came around. out to that, <laughs> yeah. and I'm sitting there like, oh my god. Yeah. That goes back to the New York days for me. Uh, when he was in New York, yeah, I think about that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he was probably in New York when when Big was big. Yeah, pun intended. Uh, when when Notorious B.I.G. was still around, right? Who knows? Yeah. But um, and I'm sorry I lost you guys via um, You're camera, fine, but but yeah. So, but uh, all in, man, I, I was it was pretty interesting to understand the music selection, and then just to see Isaiah Thomas come out, how emotional right. he got towards the whole process. Um, that was cool to watch. Um, and just, the um, just really the whole setup, it was different because I, I'm, I can't, I can't say I experienced that from a player standpoint, you know, but it was cool to watch. So do you know a lot about the new, have you seen a lot of the IU players that came in and how do you, how do you think that they're going to fit together, you know, with so many different new players? Well, I, I don't. 
only only thing I can go off of is what I look to put two and two together on what I would hear they did over the summer. And, um, you know, I, I also do uh, Indiana Sports Beat on Mondays with a guy named Jim Coyle. And, uh, you know, I, we've had Miller Cop on. We've had um, Tamar Bates on. Um, so, you know, so I had a chance to speak to those guys and um, you know, watch film, too, on those guys, too. You know, and what they did over in Bahamas, you know, clothes and, you know, you hear about it. So, um, I, you know, it's it's a my my thing is I think for me I'm I'm gonna be a little bit more open. Um, I'm gonna be a little bit more open and give them some room to grow because mm. I know there's a lot of excitement. You know, it's almost sometimes overwhelming because you have all this welcome back. You know, you got all this this fanfare. How much are we focusing on the game, right? Dane Fife coming back and what yeah. he did as a player. You know, are we going to overshadow the coaches over the players, right? You know, um, can we give the players room to grow? Now, what does it mean to me? I don't know, but they're picked middle of the row of the Big Ten, right? Pick mm-hmm. seven. Yeah. Come in. I feel that's about right. Yeah. I feel because it's not like, you know, just because you got new coaches, you're going to win a game or two. So you got to show up. If I'm going off of what they did last year, I'm going to go off of the game at Rutgers. If you guys remember, they were up 15, ended up losing up 15, crushing it. All of a sudden, they're down by 15. That's a 30-point swing. And that, to me, was a testament of what was going on in the locker room. Mm -hmm. That was a testament of guys who just gave up. Been on both sides of that as a coach and a player. Uh, And, and again, I'm not in the locker room. But a lot of that, you're up by 15, up by 12. Can you maintain or – is that old mentality going to come in? Yeah, you got new team, new teammates. Yeah. What's going to happen? So we'll see in, in about a month, right? <laughs> you know, we'll see. You know, you're going to play against te- teams you're going to probably beat until you play the top teams. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, with a team like this, don't you think that it'll take, you know, maybe the middle of the season for them to really mesh? Or do you think that because of the Bahamas trip, they might be able to start out playing better together? I feel you're the the first part you said. I think it's gonna take. I think it's gonna take some time because you still got to get to rotations. You don't know, you know, um, you know. Again, as a player, I remember having. I remember having great preseason. Now all of a sudden, the season start. You don't start off well. You know, you never know what happens, right? Yeah. You never know injuries, right? So you hope that you give them the opportunity to mesh, and you want them to be full throttle. You know, kind of around Christmas break going into the Big Ten to well, make a run. What you're saying, right? too, is that, you know, your teams aren't defined by those early successes. They're they're defined by how they, you know, are going to deal with adversity, right? So it's going to be last year's team crumpled at, on, on some, some ways and some games, and can this year's team, when they hit that adversity, bounce back, grow from it, or, you know, or else they'll Well, and you don't really know spot. anybody until we, we, yeah, when it's all great in the beginning, but, yeah. like, it's now the, the you know, we, we, we lost a game or two. How are we going to show up at practice? Yep. You know, we, we, we were up, we were down, you know. So, you know, now the response from Coach Woodson versus the response that you would get from Coach Coach Miller, uh, you know, before. So, and yes, you have some new pieces, yeah, but yet now those new pieces still got a gel. They still got a gel. They still got to come together. You got to understand your rotation. Are you going to go big, little? What's going to be your def- – what, how are you going to define it? What Like four round one, what's that going to look like? To me, I think the X factor guys is going to be race. 
Yeah. That's the that's mm. to me, that's the guy. Like, I want to see him score more. Huh. Like, I think he's gonna be the X Factor to me. How much? How much can you expect, uh, like improvement for college guys? Like when you're thinking of thinking about it, because uh, you know the 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 better you get, sometimes the you, you get closer to your sort of sort of limit. I mean, you can always make improvements, but there's only like big. Some guys will have like a big jump, and sometimes it'll be just a a little bit of improvement. So I mean, is there like a a fair amount that you can expect from guys at the, at the college level? So let's so let's break that down. Because uh, implicitly, when we talk about an improvement, now, I might if I'm wrong, I'm wrong there. Yeah. When we talk about improvement in a jump, you'll see somebody's scoring average go up. Yeah. Right? I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah, yeah. he went from averaging eight points, now he's at 17. Wow, what happened? Well, if we're talking about scoring the ball in a sense, to me, what's happened, that player has gotten more margin for error. That to me is what improves. Interesting. Something has happened to where there's more trust in that player to go play. And I'm a, so it's funny I bring that up because that is what I heard Coach Woodson say to those guys. Huh. Go play it during his speech. Just go play. Yeah. I and, and I, I, I'm gonna I'm try to listen back to it to the exact part because. I was going to talk about it tomorrow, but literally I say, man, he is giving those guys room to play. Let me figure this out. You guys be kids, man, and play the way you love, know, and respect this game. So the prime example for that is, is Rob Finnessy, right? Like, yeah. Like his confidence was shot, obviously. I mean, right. he's, he's obviously a great talent if he can just mentally, you know, believe in himself, right? Well, well, right, and, and to me, he was he was pretty much the role of the defensive stopper, mm-hmm. right? So, so if my if I'm, and, and again, I wasn't in the locker room, and, and I'm only going off of what I would see, or and when I did go watch them play Penn State a couple of years ago, you know, he was, you know, his assignment was to guard, you know, an NBA type player, mm-hmm. and and now, you know, that takes a toll, man, because your focus is on you know, looking to make it tough for somebody to score, shoot low percentage shots, and now you might be robbing yourself of opportunities on offense, right? And and uh, you know, to me, he's a uh, you know he's a he's a pass first player, right? Um, we all can score the ball coming out of high school, wherever. Hmm. But like, so it's so I want to I want to see him I want to see him take on more of a role, right? I do, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. So you know, it, can he take on more of a role? As someone who can finish around the rim, I think he's quick, fast. If you if you can guard the guys who score the ball, you just like you said, you can read the tendencies on how to score the ball yourself. Are you talking about your son? Rob? Yeah. Uh, so let's just twist it a little bit here, and while we're talking about like how the team maybe didn't mesh next year, and talk a little about about the name and likeness. Like one of the questions that I have is, how do you think that it's going to affect teams? when they bring in this player and they get paid this money, right? And then they don't show up, you know, I say show up, they, they don't play up to the potential, you. you know, and then you got players that have been there for four years, they've been working their tail off and they ain't got no deal. Right. right. So what does that do to a locker room and how is that going to work out? You know, in your opinion? Well, that's interesting. Cause I, I kind of had that same thought process when it, when it first came out. Right. 
um, you, you know, because uh, let's face it, you got now the networks are showing uh, who has a top uh, social media following. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like, like okay, the first thing you, that's like the first thing you hear, right? Yeah. So, so, so somebody's coming in with, you know, 300,000 followers and all of a sudden you have somebody giving them a deal or her deal and all, you know, and they're a dud or they're not making it. Um, yeah, there's going to be some eyes cutting, mm. you know, but then now that's what they have to worry about because they may lose the following. They may lose their sponsorships mm. in their NIL likeness. Right. So, um, I think that's more of an internal thing, right. To the teammates. Um, and to the flip side to that, you know, that's now what schools are touting. We have somebody who can help you with that. Yeah. Right. I know I, you hire somebody, I believe. Yeah. They got a phone. You know, who, you know, who can help become a liaison, you know, and cause that's to me is what's going to come down to. Yes. You're right. If, if there's somebody who just lays a, lays an egg and, but you got all these following, I think it'd be more animosity, right? More animosity, more jealousy, more, you know, you, you don't deserve what you got, but if, if, if they're that popular, does it matter? Hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like to the wins and losses and to the way they play, but it really doesn't matter because you've introduced this, you, this employee <laughs> yeah. as a player. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and I think it's still going to be some figuring out around it. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, well I, I think, what would your approach have been? Like, I mean, you would you certainly would have had some uh, NIL opportunities probably coming oh, out, man, coming out of high on, school. Like, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm, going, I'm going to I'm going to Kirkwood. I'm going to BW threes. I'm dating myself right now. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> you know, I, People all know. Wings with ten. Uh, well, Wednesdays ten cents of wing. I'm negotiating some wings. I'm going to Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm, I'm just bartering. You know. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tracks over off of the record shop. <laughs> I'm going to tracks over there to get some. Uh, you know, we I got got to get my CDs and yeah, you know. So 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 I'm I'm just you know, but it's just having some fun with it, man. But uh, yeah, I mean, interesting, you know, because uh, it's it's been an argument for a long time, and right, you know, hey man, they're selling my uniform, you know, selling my jersey, you know, um, it's just I mean different, and and then now. That next layer, kind of like what Robert talked about. Well, where's this guy not playing with it? Yeah. Playing good. Really doesn't matter. I mean, you 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 all you've done to me, all they've done is okay, uh the 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 shoe brands or whomever, the middle people have been doing stuff like this here for ages. Right. Let's now put it in front of us and have them do it to where make it legal. Hmm. Right? Almost like a substance that we know that's green. Right. I'm not gonna yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Anyway, um it's like I put it in front of us. So I don't know if much is gonna change <laughs> other than the the you know the the, the player like a TJD who yeah. has an opportunity, he's gonna get somebody to come in and say, Okay, hey man, talk about this, I'll give you a couple dollars. Right. You know, is it really gonna change that much? I don't know. Was it, is it, so is that something that's in the back of your mind as a, you know, developmental coach thinking about, you know, are guys going to come to me asking for advice or got our guidance in this area too? Cause a lot of what you've talked about is the off the court stuff. And I mean, at least to some extent, this is going to become a part of that. I mean, even down to the high school level, some of these guys are in high school with, uh, with, with, with deals and, you know, get, getting sponsorships. And you just said it. No. And that's, that's where the, that's where, again, 
relationships going to come in because if if you don't start it early, what's going to happen? Now you're going to have this 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 upward development of business manager tied to agent mm. tied to uh, entities that's going to hey we're going to you know you we're going to front you now we're going to get you back on the back end right you know you're already you're you're your top ten top fifteen top twenty kid so that is happening and it's happening earlier those conversations are happening like. The, the next five, six years are being mapped out. Some of these players that are, you know, considered, you know, the next up and coming in the NBA, in the WNBA, mm. right? So yeah. you're right. Those conversations are happening. Um, so I think the earlier on, if you know about that, like I had several players, hey, can you help me with my Twitter profile? Can you help me build my, you know, my highlight reel? Like, wow, like this is all about <laughs> the show for dope. Yeah, that's why it's that's a different wild. approach. Yeah, but a different you, but now, I, I can't say as a purist, ah oh, man, you know, you, you you cheating the game. No, that's how the game's called now. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing you were talking about with the you, you know UCLA, UCLA. Yeah, yeah. the game's yeah. it's the game now. You you yeah. you have to understand the game or be left behind. Right, that makes sense. All right, so uh, changing a little bit. If you were able to draft five players from IU's past that you would take for NIL, the top five that you think would be the biggest money earners, yeah, who I, would they be? I, I like this because it's not necessarily, uh, you know, the just the the best. It's a way of getting at the goat. Like most money yeah. makers, yeah, most money makers. Yeah, I would go with like crowd favorite. Who you got? Who you got? Who you got? Moye, me, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me one, I like it. I like the confidence. Yeah, me one, because because I would I would work the crowd. I was just I'll be working everybody. I'll be kissing babies. <laughs> I'll be going. I'll, I'll be going everywhere. Yeah. Um, me, and then I would go with um, Andre Patterson. You know why? Because he can sing. Yes. I don't know if you know. That. I didn't know really that. Sing. I knew Oladipo could sing. I didn't know. I, didn't know, I, know, I don't know. Like Andre, like Andre, Andre. Funny story. If you guys can find it, it'd be great. Okay. Andre's song, the Indiana, Indiana. He did that in Japanese or Chinese. What? What? Okay. Yes. I'll find yes. that. Yes, you got to find it. Um, you got to find it. And I remember he went to the studio and everything. Uh, and we had some type of program going at the same at the same time. IU and whether it's foreign exchange or something. So I would go with Andre because he could really sing. He might parlay that into a, like a, a singing career or or contract. Um, three, I would say Michael Lewis. All right, Jasper. That's where we're at right now. Jasper, know, Indiana, exactly. that's his hometown. Yeah, I give you some shout. I know you guys at. I think <laughs> Michael Lewis. Cause I, th- I think Mike. Um, four. Trying to get like, like, not the not the like the names that we would think of. I like you're giving deep cuts. I would go, yeah. I would go uh, Richard Mandeville. All right, <laughs> Mandeville. I think I think he might have bar sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, a lot, actually, of, lot owned, of money there in Bloomington. He, he owns several bars. Does it? All right. If I'm correct, that checks out. There you go. That checks um, out. Then. So I would go with Richard, and then. Um, I would go last but not least, the mask, Harris Yuzinovich. Yes. <laughs> Those masks are so like crazy, bro. Oh 
my gosh. Like, you even got a, pro- even got a product ready for him, too. Do you know the story about the mask? Do you know about the, do you no. know the story? Are you ready for it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. All right, so here it is. So, so Harris is in practice screening, and I wish you guys could see me, man. Godly. But <laughs> Harris was locking arms with players as you, as you came off of him as he was setting screens. So imagine, Robert, you're coming, you're trying to play defense against Aaron. <laughs> and I just happened to lock your arm to where you can't get by me, right? Yeah. And he just happened to do it several times against Sharon Wilkinson. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like the old man move, you and know. The shoving I, and pushing yeah. got going. And I kid you not, guys. Coach Knight said, Y'all wanna fight? <laughs> you wanna fight? We built a ring around center court. No <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, sometimes All right, got- let's go. We built the ring. That's how it happened. Oh, that is crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. Can you so, – so, literally, think about this. Like, I don't, I don't even think twice about it. But, like, when you start talking about it, like, man, what the heck? Dude, we built a ring. That's crazy. Yeah. Sometimes you got to get it out, man. I, I've been I played no, sports well, long, long I, enough I to know. I don't even know where it came from, man. You about gotta get it out. You, where it came from? Do you, do you use that in your training? <laughs> no. no, you guys got knocked no, together. No, no. I'm, I'm total. I'm total. I've learned what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Not saying it's right or wrong. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But anyway, that, I mean, again, that's how we played the game back then. Right. That's yeah. how it was. It is what it is. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. He got away with it because he was winning and who he was. Who yep. he was. I'm not saying it was right or wrong. Yeah. I'm not. The game but evolved. that's how it was. Yep. Right? Yeah. And and you can go to any coach at that time, you know, would do certain things that, you know, today, but no way in the world a player and, and their mom will, won't send their son and daughter to those schools. But that was the way 25 plus years ago. Yep. No doubt about it. Thank you for listening to the 199 podcast. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, make sure you do. And while you're at it, leave us a rating or review. Five stars only, like the basketball camp. We also have links to all of 199 social media so you never miss a release. Until next time, 